Sunday Meditation January 31st, 1982 LL Research Channeling Hatan and Latwi L. Channeling I am Hatan, and I greet you in the love and the light of our infinite Creator. My brothers, it is a great pleasure to join our vibrations with your own once again. It has been a long time by your own standards since we have been able to communicate with this group and to share that which we call love with one another. We are grateful for your sincere and joyful invitation, and we hope that we may be of service to you this evening. It is always our pleasure and desire to be of service to those who ask for our vibration. We remind you that whether singly or in groups, you need only ask and we shall be with you. We of Hatan realize that the demands of your illusion often tempt you to forego the meditative contact that you might otherwise seek on a more regular basis. For a time once existed in which we shared the same difficulties in our own time of growth, we would lovingly advise you not to be discouraged at your susceptibility to your illusion. For it is an illusion that is designed to press you to the limits of your abilities. For it is at these limits that true growth occurs. At this time we would like to transfer this contact so as to exercise another instrument. For it has been a period of time since this opportunity has occurred. I am Hatan. D. Channeling I am Hatan and am with this instrument. It has been a long time since we have contacted this instrument. We of Hatan are happy to contact this instrument when he is ready to meditate on a more regular basis. I am Hatan. Carla Channeling I am Hatan and am now with this instrument. May we thank the one known as D for the great opportunity which he offers us in blending our consciousness with his and in transmitting our thoughts through him. These, my friends, must never be considered to be simply our thoughts, for we are, as all members of the Confederation, messengers, not gods, we bring you a message of love. To be able to share this message through instruments such as these is an ineffable privilege, one which we cannot give adequate thanks for. And as these messages continue in a group such as this one, and the members of the group become more and more aware of the fundamental concepts of love and service, we are able to offer many more diverse insights than we could offer at first. For the work which this group has done consciously and unconsciously, we thank you. 
We are aware that each in this group considers himself to fall far short of the spiritual mark. We are not here to gauge that mark, but only to say that it is the seeking that concentrates, preserves, and enlightens the organism of your spiritual self. You, my friends, are as those who search through days and nights, through clarity and haze, through cliches and misunderstandings, looking relentlessly for the inspiration that will be food for your true self. How diversely you look. Were you capable of travel, your desire is such you would seek the earth over and you would have many strange experiences. And yet we say to you, you have many and strange experiences. It is your discriminatory power which will point the heart of your experiences out to you and make you realize the incredible adventure of experiencing the illusion which you experience. The greatest adventure lies in the microscopic interplay of synaptic connections which lies within the confines of the consciousness and that electrically powered organism which houses it. The adventure of interpretation, discrimination, understanding and self-discovery is such that your greatest explorer could not discover any territory so vast and so uncharted took you ship and sailed the globe around you, could not go as far as you can go in meditation and in self-discovery. My friends, you are not creatures of your body. You are not bound by time or space. Your birthright is that which you have called Christ Consciousness. You are love. The one known as Jesus said, I am the way. This consciousness is a path, a path so exciting, so all-encompassing and so attractive that all those upon your planet will eventually find it, it and no other, for it is the path of truth, of life, of love. The universe, my friends, is one thing. It is within you, both to find that one thing and to be that one thing. We ask your permission to coax you into the consideration at all times, in all decisions, in all situations, of the dimensions of the meditation and of seeking. Surely. It is well to set aside the time, as you call it, for this marvelous exercise of the joyousness of silence, for this tremendous opportunity to listen to that which has so long been lost among your peoples. But beyond that, my friends, is the path. And you are not on the path only when you meditate. There is no action or thought that cannot be considered in relation to the path. We are upon it, and we know you seek to be upon it also. Thus, 
we do ask your permission to say, please, my friends, do not cut any part of your life off from the path. For in all situations of life, in all moods of man, there lies perfection, love, and a wonderful surety of step that only comes to the mind of one who has begun the practices of being. We are aware that there are many judgments among your peoples. There are no judgments upon the path. This instrument says to herself, Many times I am too rowdy. Many times I am in bad humor. How can I be on the path? My friends, how can you not be on the path? There is only one I am, and all of you are part of it. I am the way. In laughter and in tears, never fear that you have stumbled. We thank you for allowing us to share these humble thoughts. At this time, we would leave the group in order that our sister may speak. We leave you, my friends, in the love and in the one great illumination of the Father. I am Hatan. Adonai Vasu Buragas. Jim, channeling. I am Latwi, and I greet you, my friends, in the love and in the light of the one infinite Creator. We are, as always, filled with great joy to be able to speak to your group once again. We offer ourselves as humble messengers of the One Creator, and offer ourselves, as is our custom, in the capacity of answering of those questions which might be put to us. Is there a question at this time? D. Yes, Latwi. As I have been meditating recently, of course not enough, as Hatan pointed out, I've been envisioning myself during meditation as being enveloped in light myself. It seems to create a very interesting sensation. I just wanted to know if that was a proper meditation technique. Latwi I am Latwi, and am aware of your question, my brother. We may say, in this regard, that such a technique, such as that which you have mentioned, is most appropriate for those of your people who wish to activate the throat energy center, shall we say, that which is used in the communication of concepts, the inspiration, and the inner understanding, the seeding of the learning which the entity meditating has experienced as catalyst. The enveloping of the self in light does have the effect upon the inner planes of the entity utilizing this technique of illuminating the learning that is being assimilated, seeding it within the mind-body-spirit complex, and making it available for future reference, shall we say, the recalling of the distillations of lessons learned, so that they might be shared 
with the other selves which the meditator comes into contact with. The enveloping of the self in the light also has other functions and effects. One of these being the protection, shall we say, so that those concepts and feelings of positivity might be those which are admitted. The enveloping of the entity in light also has the effect upon the inner planes of your planet of creating a beacon, shall we say, which does signal other entities that there is a calling for a certain type of understanding which needs be answered. In short, may we say this is a most useful technique in meditation and does carry great facility, shall we say, for the practitioner. May we answer further, my brother. D. No, thank you. I just want to thank you, or Hatan, or Lytos, or whoever it was that revealed that to me in meditation. That really helped me along with that. Latwi. I am Latwi, and am most grateful as well to you for allowing us to be of this service. May we answer another question at this time. L. I have a number of questions that I would like to ask with the benefit of your patience. The first one is, an individual named Paul Blyton was once contacted by an entity who claimed to be within a UFO. Was this a member of the Federation? And if so, who was it? Latwi. I am Latwi, and my brother, we fear that the response shall be shorter than anticipated. We cannot give this information, for we feel that it would be an intrusion upon the free will. May we answer another query, my brother? L. Yes. At one point within the past year, I described to either yourself or another member of the Federation a visual experience that occurred some time back, which there were two chairs, one on either side of an altar, one of which within I was placed. The other I could sense had an entity, but I wasn't able to perceive who it was. Am I correct in my assumption? that the occupant of the other chair was the totality of my other selves? Latwi. I am Latwi, and am aware of your question, my brother. May we say in this regard that your assumption is, in general, correct. There are, of course, various levels of understanding that can come from any such vision or image. The one which you have described and experienced does hold for you increased, shall we say, levels or intensity of description and distillations of learning. We, therefore, would recommend the continued pondering and meditating upon this particular experience which you have described. May we answer you further, my brother. L. Yes, again I thank you for your patience. Prior to that experience, 
there was an earlier experience in which I was able to sense a... I would not characterize it as heat as such. A perception of my entire spinal column coming down from my head to the base of my spine in conjunction with a religious ceremony that was occurring at the time. Could you describe to me what was actually occurring to cause this sensation besides the physical events that I am aware of? Latwi. I am Latwi, and am aware of your question, my brother. In this regard, we find again that we cannot be too specific in our response, for the experience which you describe is one which has the purpose of teaching you many levels of lessons. That which you query about at the present is the key to the unlocking of the various levels which are available to you through this particular experience. We would simply suggest the re-examination of the circumstances which surrounded this experience. The symbolic nature of the experience as it has been revealed to you through your own seeking, and the inner levels, shall we say, which have been made available to you as possibilities through, once again, your own seeking. We do not wish to sound too ambiguous or to be shy of words, but we do not wish to travel that trail of the teach-learner, if we may borrow a term. That is the proper role of the one who seeks the solution to mystery. If we were to give the solutions, where would come the strength in the seeking and where would the seeker look to within its own being when we were absent from its presence? May we answer you further, my brother? L. Yes again on a different subject. A number of my learning experiences recently have involved emotional contacts with women. This seems to be increasing as far as frequency and therefore learning experiences. I realize that you are very limited, but I would ask for any advice that you might give to assist me in maximizing my learning experience. Latwi. I am Latwi, and am aware of your question, my brother. In this regard, may we suggest that to maximize the learning in any situation, whether it be of the mind, the body, the spirit, or the emotions that are the distortions of the mind and the expression of the feelings, that the entity seeking the learning available look to the moment with an openness and what you might call a vulnerability, which does not seek any reward other than the opportunity of being of service and of learning what love the moment can teach. The difficulties for many upon your planet come when they attempt to get something in return for that which is given. This particular attitude does then hinder and inhibit the free exchange of energies, shall we say, between the entities involved in the learning situation. This attitude of seeking reward for that which is given 
does then color the situation so that that love which is available in the moment to each becomes reduced and hidden, shall we say. For each holds on to that which it could give the other until some sign is given that it will receive in balanced fashion, equivalent reward, or exchange to that which it gives. To make, shall we say, a long story short, seek ye to give freely, seek ye to learn love, and that which ye seek shall be drawn unto you. May we answer you further, my brother. L. No, you've given me a great deal to ponder. I thank you for your time and patience. Latwi. I am Latwi, and as always, we are most grateful to be allowed the opportunity to give freely that which we humbly have to give. May we answer another question at this time? Carla. I have a question that I hadn't thought of for a while, but the message brought it up to me. A friend of mine asked me why she has such an easy life. She's well situated, married with a very much loved husband who very much loves her. The children of the marriage are much loved. She's very comfortably fixed for supply of all kinds, money, friends, family, all the blessings of the daily life. She is also blessed with a perfectly lovely attitude towards life and kind of a joy and personality that always meets things with a grace and verve, and she realizes this. She spent quite a bit of time coming to this group a few years ago, and that was one question that I really never could feel had really been answered in my own mind. She asked it, and an answer was given that she was indeed serving people in her daily life, but she really wanted to know where were the lessons for her? Where were the difficulties that were talked about? Where were all the limits that were being pushed towards and that she wasn't feeling? Was she somehow missing the boat by being so happy? Latwi. I am Latwi, and am aware of your question, my sister. In responding to this most interesting question, May we say once again that each of your peoples inhabits an illusion. The illusion has many lessons to teach. Each entity chooses before the incarnation those lessons which it most needs in order to learn those lessons necessary for the graduation to the density of understanding, the density of love and compassion. An entity through many incarnations, such as the sister of whom you speak, may have encountered the difficulties upon difficulties without end, shall we say, and may have learned the lessons which the outer expressions of difficulty and the meeting of difficulty have to teach. Such an entity then may determine that there are other types of lessons which are of value in the upcoming, shall we say, incarnation. It may be determined, for example, 
that the lessons of abundance might need be explored. For what is abundance? Where can it be found? Is abundance found in the life of leisure? Is abundance found only with a family that meets the standards of success described by your culture? Is abundance found in friends who stimulate the mind with conversation? Is abundance found in any part of this illusion other than in the heart of the seeking of the one creator within the center of the being? Many are the lessons which your illusion has to teach. It would seem to many entities upon your planet that the life described by your sister is the life which holds the full promise kept, the promise made to each entity within your illusion. And we do not say that such cannot be so, but we do suggest that there might be a much greater difficulty, shall we say, in obtaining the lessons of love for an entity experiencing those material abundances which are so often sought among the peoples of your planet and especially the nation in which you reside. We might, in closing, suggest that the learning of love might also be quite well supported in such a surrounding which you have described. For the love of the one creator is available at each moment. The ability to perceive and share this love depends only upon the strength of the desire of the entity seeking this love and experiencing any moment. Your sister may have indeed found the love of the one creator and may indeed be experiencing it moment by moment. It may also be true that she shall use the illusion in which she lives to deepen that experience by removing the illusion of love to uncover the pearl of great price which resides within the heart of her being and which no earthly treasure can match. May we answer you further, my sister. Carla. No, I thank you. Latwi. We are most grateful as well to you. Is there another question at this time? L. I would simply like to add my quick thank you for all the information tonight. I feel overwhelmed with the quantity of learning that you've dumped on me. D. Likewise. Carla. Ditto. L. I would simply like to say thank you and compliment you on the performing of your service in a superior manner. Latwi. I am Latwi. We are most gratified to have been able to have offered what we consider to be our treasures to this group, which has, for some long period of your time, so sincerely sought that which we so humbly offer. We of Latwi do not assume to know all that can be known, but we do, with every fiber of our being, attempt to share all that we have. We thank each of you, for there is no greater service in our estimation 
than the service which you provide by seeking the one Creator and seeking to serve that one Creator. We remind each entity that we are available upon simple request of our presence during your meditations or during your daily round of activities. It is a great honor for us to be asked to join you at any time. We look forward with great joy and anticipation at being able to answer such requests. We leave you now in the love and the light of the One Creator residing in the heart of each being. We are known to you as Latwi. Adonai, my friends. Adonai, Vasu, Oragas. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the One Infinite Creator.